You are following along a very exciting journey. This is the first of many journal entries and also inspiring conversations and stories from me and my husband, Chris. So thank you for following along. Now listen up. Yoo-hoo! This is one of the coolest podcasts, and you know why? Because I have my sweet, sweet man, Chris Avery, here with me, my husband, my confidant, my businessman, the 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 man with the pants, and um, I'm going to introduce him for a second. So he has a business called Chris Avery Coaching, and he'll tell you a lot more about that. But I first, before we get into the last journal, pretty much entry of this last week, He is going to introduce a little bit more about himself because I know I talk about him a lot, but I think hearing it from him will kind of give you a different side of things. So welcome. Thank you. I'm excited (laughs) to be here. (laughs) Okay. Who is Chris Avery? How'd you get started? So I'm the thrill of Manila. came from the underground. No, I'm just joking. That's not true. (laughs) Um, How did I get started? Uh, I got started when I was about 13, decided to start drinking. And that led me to hanging out with some good people, which I'm sure some of us have had that in our past where we've hung out with, you know. By good, he means not good. Yeah, yeah, that was sarcasm. I'll be sarcastic throughout this, so just pay attention to that. Uh, So really what happened was every – your parents always say, don't hang out with Johnny. Don't hang out with that person. Don't hang out with that person. Hindsight, I think my parents knew more than I gave them credit for at that point. And so hung out with some people that were not the best and you know i'm sure i was also not the best influence on them it wasn't just them it was me too so i can take plenty of credit on my own uh and so i started drinking and then that led to hanging out with those people doing drugs hooking up with women and as i got older that continued until my late 20s and then i started realizing wow this isn't as much fun as i thought it was and I want to get sober. I want to be around better people. I want to better my life. And before that, I started to lose a little bit of hope, a little bit of value of who I was, a little bit of understanding who I was in my soul and then what kind of man I wanted to be. And as I continued and I got into my late 20s, I decided I didn't want to be the person I saw in the mirror anymore. It was – I lost who I was inside. I lost who I was as a human being. And I decided I wanted to find out who I was. I wanted to explore that and I wanted to let go of the old past of all that shame and all the guilt that comes with those choices and comes with the actions that I chose. And I know it's a human existence experience to, that we all have a, a certain level of guilt or shame that we have throughout our life. Um, mine was pretty deep, deep-seated inside me. And so I got around some good people. They introduced me to books and audios and I started hanging around just it was a business so I went and hung around good people that were excited that uplifted you edified you in your life and edified you that who they saw you not for who you were but for who you could be and that gave me hope again that gave me some realization of man there's some good inside me and then I started to take actions. I started to work with a guy named Michael Burnoff, went to his events because of a guy named Kenyon that followed up with me. So if anybody's in sales and listening to this, keep following up with people as long as they don't say no because every time Kenyon called me, I would say, yeah, just not right now. And he would follow, he followed up with me for about 13 months every month just asking how I was doing, see how he could help me. And he kept that, kept that relationship open and it transformed my life because of that because I went to Michael. I talked to Kenyon earlier this week. Um, 
and it just and we just talked about how I don't know where I would be without him. I don't know where I would be without somebody kind enough that met me once or twice to keep falling up with me. He came to my baptism later. Um, he's been a huge part of my life. But I went to Michael. He helped. I went to some live events. Went to some phone trainings. And it helped me to understand how my brain worked. It understand, helped me understand how I spoke to myself and how that kept me stuck. Every time I would tell myself I wasn't going to do it and then I would do something like if I, wasn't, if I said I wasn't going to drink and then I would drink, how that affected my neural pathways and how to start reprogramming those to transform my life. And that was really with the books, the audios, being around good people and then having that understanding, that training of how your brain works, how you speak to yourself how to get yourself into action. How, because for me, I was a big thinker. But think, 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 not much action. And some of that came from not believing in myself. And as I started to understand how to get myself more into action, I started to build belief. Started to understand who I was, who I was gonna become, and where I was headed. And I got a clearer vision of that. And with clarity comes accessibility to the action. It, it makes it easier to act on. And so that's really where I've come from. And then I just started, when I worked with Michael, he said, you could go out and make a bigger difference than you're doing. What do you really want to do? And I said, I want to go out and coach people. I want to go out and speak to people. I want to uplift and encourage and inspire people because I was inspired, because I had people that inspired me and I wanted to give back and I wanted to impact people's lives, including my own, including yours. And so I decided I would go out and start creating a coaching company and go out and speak in front of people and choose my heart. Do hard things that are scary because most – if you look at like a study, most people fear public speaking more than they fear death. So that seems backwards. But anyways, mm -hmm. they fear public speaking more than they fear death. So I chose to do hard things. When we got married, we did the Spartan trifecta because that was just something fun. It was something difficult. And it was something that – because we did hard things and we had teammates, it bonded us closer together. And when we do hard things, it makes us see who we are and it also bonds you closer to people around you. And so I would always encourage people to get teammates and choose some hard things that you guys will do together because it will build beauty in that relationship. Beautiful. And it's so true. And because we did the Spartan race, because we chose those hearts, we have been continuously excited to move forward and choose different hearts, such as uh, growing the business, such as moving out of where we're living and, and getting a fifth wheel soon. So those are, those are hearts. They're not necessarily always comfortable, but those are really big differences that bring us a lot closer together. Anybody growing a business knows it's extremely not comfortable. If it is comfortable, you're not growing a business. Yeah. Unless you're like a cupcake shop. I feel like that's pretty simple. I'm not cutting down any cupcake shops that you're listening. <laughs> I think it's extremely hard. No, it's true. You're buying a storefront. You're putting a lot of money and a lot of sweat and time into something that will bring you revenue at one point. But there is a lot of investment of you beforehand. And that says something about an individual. Just like choosing your hard and doing hard things. There is an investment. There is a giving of you. And you, when you give, you get to see who you truly are. But without that, you don't get to understand how much more, how much greatness and how much more you have inside you. Thank you. Let's talk about 
the business now. So I I think I've said before in the past podcast kind of how we've been working on the business. You know, there's all those little ends of set up an email and cards and all that, you know, all that all, stuff. All that fun stuff when you think, man, I can't wait to start my business. That's <laughs> all the fun stuff you think of most people, don't they? No, they don't. Um, but what we have is uh, – Maybe we'll both explain kind of the packages of how Chris Avery Coaching works. So let's say we reach out to you or you find Chris Avery Coaching, you talk to us. Um, What you're going to find is a place where you can start growing and start choosing your heart so that you can be fulfilled in your life and have that successful being of yourself that you've always wanted to be, but you just haven't achieved it yet. Or you're already on your journey, but you just need help getting even more elite on that level. Isn't that right? Yeah, in a sense, what we do is help you get results. There are there's so much information. There's so many podcasts. Since you're listening to podcasts, there's so many podcasts. There's so many books. There's so many audios out there. There's so many YouTube videos. We are not necessarily about let's give you a ton of more information. We are all that information that's sitting on your bookshelf. All that information when you went to that event and you sitting there going like, man, I wish I would have taken action on that. Man, I, I wish I would be working out. Those are the things that we help you do because I saw uh, no shortage of information, but that becomes overwhelming and then it's very confusing because you're like, what do I do? What do I act on? Do I do this, this 10 steps or this five steps? Which one's the right one? Do I do more work or less hours during the day? How do I do that? I'm talking about getting more out of your life, more out of whatever time you're willing to put in and getting you into action and helping you stay accountable because when you do that, you get what you want. You get the results you want and then you start to understand who you are and you get to go like, man, I used to be unsatisfied. Now I feel so satisfied. I feel fulfillment and alive in my life and that's what we're really looking to do for people. I love it. And the just like what most great with great things, they come with time. So the packages are you have is you have an amount of time that you're being coached. You also have a long amount of time that you're being follow up with because that's where some of the greatest transformation comes because someone can hold your hand and you'll do fine. But once they let go and kind of start to go their own way, you need to figure out if you're really on the right path and if you can really do your hearts continuously because you can't always have someone hold your hand because then you'll never have that true transformation. So the follow-up is my favorite part personally because if I were followed up with more and more, just like Chris with his 13 months of follow-up before he actually stepped in the door of a Michael Burnoff event and that's transformed into the person he is today, it just it took time. It took follow-up to have that true transformation. So that's those are the kind of packages. And you can go I'll, – I'll put it in the show notes. But you can go to chrisavery.com and see those packages there. And the reason the follow-up is important is because life is about habits. Everything you do throughout your day that you do consistently and that you've done for a long period of time is a habit in your life. Good or bad, it doesn't matter. And I realized that when we did the Spartan, we were training – And I was like, oh, man, I got this goal of let's do the trifecta, and I hit the goal. And then it dawned on me, wow, I had a goal, and I stopped doing the physical activities that got me to that goal because I didn't want to create a habit. I didn't want to become the person that goes and hikes a lot. I didn't want to become the person that runs. I didn't want to become the person that does those things. So I lost those as soon as I got done because I hit that goal, and then I was done. The truth is we want to become those things in life and that's the reason follow-up and the length of time you're getting coached is extremely important because you want to create a habit of that new thing that you want a result from. The way you get that result is creating a person that is that person that does that, is that person that does that habit over and over consistently. 
does anyone want to start a habit today or what? <laughs> Do you have anything more you want to talk about the business or can we kind of share our, our last yeah, week's? Let's, let's share experiences. Okay. Experiences, so, experiences are what make life, right? That's the reason just just to finish with the coaching, we don't just do coaching. We offer experiences because that's another thing that most people miss when they go to these events. They go to events. They get some information. They go like, that was awesome. I feel so excited. They get home on Monday like, I don't have, I don't believe I can do this. Well, don't worry. We get you doing the things you want to do and we also set up experiences so you do those things. So you go like, oh man, I learned a little bit but I did a ton. Because it's about acting and I did a ton, I experienced it and now when I go home, I can visualize it, I can meditate on it, I can feel those emotions and feelings because I did that experience. Oh, I, last weekend, I did that experience. So I already lived it. I am becoming that person. And let me just tell you about the experiences. Even last night, we, we've had an idea about how these are going to happen and it's very exciting. And even last night, you know, Chris's mind, he's an entrepreneur, so he has you know, constant ideas keep forming and forming and forming and they get better and better. But I was downstairs. He was upstairs getting dressed and he was like, babe, come upstairs. What'd you say? You're like, I have something amazing. I need to tell you quick. (laughs) So I came upstairs and he was like, okay, here's an idea for an experience. We can do this. I was like, oh yeah, we can do that. So they're just getting, they're only getting better. So if you were to jump along board to one of the experiences, and then continuously go, which we hope you do because they're going to continuously get better and deeper and you're going to have true, 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 big transformations. That's going to shift your life the way you're living it now. I love it. And I, I, we know when you come, you'll hope you continue too because that's how you get what you want out of life. Mm-hmm. There, is no fi- there is no finish line in life. Most of us go like, oh man, when I get here, oh man, when I get here, we have this dream of there. I'm here. I want to be there. I'm not there. So let me have some pain and annoyance and like fear or upsetness. But when we realize there is no finish line, that frees you because it's just about experience. It's about taking those opportunities and going, man, what can I get out of this? How can I be the little kid that's exploring something like they've never explored it before? Oh, wow. This is a little balloon. Let me play with it forever. We see a balloon as a human now as an adult and we go like, oh, it's just a balloon. Not my wife so much, but me. And so (laughs) when you come to the events, it's just an experience and you will want to continue to relive and have different experience in your life because that's what makes life beautiful. When you go and you realize, man, when you think back, man, when I went on that trip with my family, that's what I remember. Man, when I went and did that hard thing and I had that amazing experience, that's what I remember. That's how I remember who I became. It's not the other things that we think it is. It's not the finish line when I get there. Yeah, I'm so excited for these to, to happen. Uh, all right, so this last week, we want, like I said before, each each Sunday, and although this one's a little late, but each Sunday we are going to share with you our experiences for the past week because this this is our journey. We believe it's inspiring. We believe it's um, eye-opening for anyone who's maybe going into this, has their own business. It's just, it's a good entrepreneurial type podcast mindset for these days. So some of the highlights, and I'll start with one, is um, I've been working on some of the, I put quotes around it like essentials because they're not very fun. It's the tedious stuff that just almost needs to be organized so that there can be a business function and there's a system. So things like setting up a calendar, making sure it's on the website, making sure the correct videos are on the correct place on the website. and She's excellent at it though. 
<laughs> thanks. And it sometimes is tough because I jumped the gun and I started to change our email because we don't like the host site it's on. So that was a frustrating thing that I learned a lot from to just let professionals handle that and not jump the gun because I want to get it done fast. So that was a highlight for me. It was positive and negative, positive because I learned some things and negative because it sucked, but I also learned some things which made it positive. I just want to say I think you hit something huge that a lot of people, or I'll just say myself, undervalued when I first got started, which is hiring people. I understand that it may not be in the budget. It may be a stretch, but sometimes – so I was talking to one of my other coaches that I work with and – we were talking about when you shoot a video that maybe you think you can't afford or when you hire that person to build a website, you are becoming the business owner that you want to be because it stretches you a little bit. It helps you grow. It also frees up so much time for you to do what you truly desire to do, which unless you're a website builder, it's probably not a website. If you are making cupcakes, as my wife said earlier, and that's hard to do, then it you creating social media may not be your thing or you creating a video may not be your thing, but hiring somebody to do that, hiring somebody to do those things frees up your time for you to do what you truly desire, for you to give back, for you to impact more people. And it's something that's sometimes hard for me to come to, to go like, do we spend the money? Do we invest the money really? Or do we hold on to the money? And as we talked about on the couch the other day, I said, in a sense, it's God's money anyways. He gave it to me so I can hold it on and look at it bigger in my bank account or I can invest it to impact more people. And I believe God's about impacting more lives clearly from Jesus. We know that. So let's do the same. That was one of my favorite highlights from this week as well as that conversation. It was great. I love it. <laughs> what about you? What was the highlight? I love medication. Medication. I don't love medication. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> I love meditation. Um, it is something that I am truly honing in on and understanding the power. And I don't – I want to emphasize right now meditation is not what you think it is for most people that are listening. Most people think it's like, oh, the dude that crosses legs, sits on a rock. I don't know. What's the finger thing that – what's it called? The praying Yodas or whatever? I don't know. You know you know. <laughs> no, start. I have no idea. Oh, you, you call it something sometimes. No, I say quiet coyote. Oh, quiet coyote. Because that's, that's a... what we did at a girls camp. Okay, cool. Quiet coyote. <laughs> Where you put like your two fingers to your, your middle fingers to your thumb. It's none of that. It is figuring out what works for you. And what works for me is I put on binarial beats. You can go look them up on YouTube. They help your brain function, your brain waves function. And they give you uh, – To me, we're all energy, so it gives us a different frequency of energy. And then I repeat positive words. I get into a deep breathing state, and I I say words that connect with my soul, that make me feel aligned, that make me feel energetic, that make me feel at peace, an energetic peace. I'll say it that way. So to me, meditation is one of my favorite things to do now, and it's one of the things that I'm working on creating a habit of. Because just because something is our favorite, I can think if you're, any of you are listening, there's probably been something that you go like, man, I love doing that. Man, that's so much fun. And you probably haven't done it for a while. And I'll say sometimes those are the hardest things, the thing that bring us the most value, the things that add so much to our life and our mindset and our experience. And yet we put it on the back burner to when. When we get to that spot, we'll do it. When we get to that spot, we'll make time. When we get to the spot, we'll make that time for that person. 
And I'll say, if you can stop doing something, stop doing that right now and start do doing what you actually ha- makes you feel alive. It makes you feel fun. It makes you feel that peace and energy and excitement and makes you connect with people that you love to connect with. And two things about meditation. Uh, when, I don't know. I don't remember when, but we got in a miscommunication. Um, and I'm not going to say fire argument because we were truly, I thought one thing, he thought one thing. So it was a little bit frustrating to say like, hey, I thought we were on the same page and we weren't. And then I don't know if it was a joke or not, because it's like, now I need to go meditate. <laughs> but you do it in such a hab- habitual way that it's it relieves whatever stress or whatever maybe busy thoughts are going on so that you can kind of get your feet back on the ground and, and get grounded again. And then... Oh, and then just the second thing is I was going to ask, does it matter how long? Like, what do you believe to be a time that works best? Or is it really truly up to everyone? So that's that's a great question. I truly believe 68 seconds. You can do it for way longer than that. I do. But there is an understanding of when you look at something, like when you hold a positive vibrational thought for 17 seconds if you duplicate that to 68 seconds every 17 seconds it starts to pull in other neural pathways of thoughts they go like man that that connects to that other because whatever wires whatever fires together wires together in your brain so when you have that good energy thought it ties to other good energy thoughts the same way yin to the yang is reverse when you have those negatives you your brain starts to grab onto other negatives because those neural pathways are fired together and wired together so to me 17 seconds duplicated times four 68 seconds and you can go listen to audios there's talk on this on youtube um but it helps you start to really get into that vibrational frequency i prefer a good like some people say 15 minutes and i think that's value i prefer 20 to 40 minutes personally that's one of my sweet spots that's when i get up and my fingers are tingly and i feel just so energetic and i feel like i can lift a car off a person if i needed to and i just feel 10 feet tall and so that's what i would suggest is that 20 to 40 minute but everybody has to do like the music that i talked about optional the words i'm talking about optional i also do meditation where i just clear my mind and let it things come in and let things come out they all add value it it's just determining life is an experiment you got to experiment you got to go have fun with it you got to create experience out of it and you got to choose what works best for you amen to that oh can i say one more thing okay so also we were at the gym yesterday and we had a little thing back and forth and i you know like meditation helps me to learn how to stop and then i can walk out of the gym and say hey i appreciate the contrast and he asked me like hey if we're ever having something like that again would you say to me i appreciate the contrast yeah and and i'm coming at you i i don't mean to ever like put you outside of a human being but i feel like there's a certain breed of humans and like you're a very elite performer human um because you've worked for it that way and i feel like i'm not quite there yet but for me to hear that i kind of laughed and like well uh i guess i'll try yeah. <laughs> and i'll i'll think of that um i'll just have to work on my awareness because i'm not going to say thanks for the contrast or i appreciate it because i don't ever think that way so totally normal Um, But we can definitely be aware of that and get better.
it's all a practice, right? I mean, I'm not going to be perfect at it either. And I, I hope to never reach perfection because that's a mythical thing that somebody told you at some point that you need to be perfect. And that's a bunch of bull crap. I hope I can say that in this podcast. How dare you say crap on my I, podcast? I, I just said it. So <laughs> uh, bleep it if you don't like it. Just ear, plug your ears, ear, ear muffs, muffs, ear muffs, 10 seconds ago, ear muffs. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you already passed it. But to me, it's a practice and it's about progression. And so it is. We're going to simply practice understanding when I say contrast is that's what feeds your soul. There, to me, there is not as much right or wrong. There is a what's effective and what's not. And if you have something you don't like in your life, if you can understand that that is a contrast to your soul and it shows you like, hey, I don't want to have that as much. But let me reflect on what the opposite of that would be, and that's what I do want to have. Just like when you do have something that you love, you know on the opposite of that would be something you don't love. And those are beautiful things that benefit our life. It's a beauty to understand it and help it, to have it help us grow. Absolutely. Now, something else that was a highlight for this week was – I shared in the last podcast that we hired a a company, a business to generate leads for us. They're called IV Leads with a Z. If you want to check them out, they're one of the best producers of leads. Um, what's been exciting is that rather than us cold calling, knocking on doors, all of which we've done, cold emailing, what else have we done? Oh Dancing on the street with a sign saying, talk to me. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. But. Oh, it was, we were about to, yeah. but... Generating leads, having someone actually go out there, have the research, find people who we could potentially work with based on, you know, different um, characteristics of like what they do, who they are, where they live. So they send a message out to them. And then once they reply, then we take over. And it's been really fun to see that there is interest out there and all these random people, not random, they're all important, but it just seems so, so exciting to have these leads be generated and have people reach out to us and say, no, thanks. Or I'm interested. Let's get on the phone. And it, it just kind of, um, I'm looking for the word. It, it gives us uh, some validation of what we're doing is exciting. And it's, there's people out there that want or need it. And I think that's a highlight for both of us. So uh, since you brought that up, here's a highlight I, I have for this week. And this was a few days ago, but I realized if you are a particular type of person and you feel alone out there or you feel like, man, how am I going to find the people like me? If you're out there, just understand that the more you are okay with you being you and you live that and you're excited, there's other people out there that are going to be brothers and sisters in arms. They're going to connect with you. I don't know how long it'll take. It could happen tomorrow for you. And all I will say is, again, contrast. If you find the people and you're looking for the people that are like you, you're going to find them and you're going to build something beautiful together. If you're always focused on, man, like I can never find people like this. I can never – you will never find those people. And so they're not random. They are people that are on our team that we are just starting to have abundance of coming into our lives. And this is just one of the first steps that we're finding a way to connect with them quicker. 
Yeah, and and it's been a long journey how you might hear people say, oh, I invested thousands of dollars into finding what works, and I've invested so like X amount of hours finding what works, but it's it's true. <laughs> it takes some trial and error, and that if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes because it got us to where we are, and we're both very excited for this step that is working so far, and we know it'll only get better with continuation or with improving our system. So we're really excited. Um, something that... Chris hasn't mentioned quite yet, but he went on a five-mile run. I I dropped you off at a meeting that you had at one of the houses that you help out with mm-hmm. and coach. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, I'm going to run home. Mm-hmm. And you ran home, all the way home. Yeah, and it's cool. I, I was listening to a gentleman uh, on a podcast from Joe Rogan, and he just talks about a good way to to grow your heart for cardiovascular reasons and he talks about sprinting and then to where you are a sense you can't talk and then you walk until you can talk a little bit again and then you sprint and so that was just a fun new adventure because again life's your experience life is about trial and doing different things just like i talked about meditation just let you know if you're there you're not alone i'm doing the same thing right i did the same thing with my sleep patterns i did the same thing to understand well what is the best amount of sleep how do what are the best patterns for me and I want to understand that because I want to because we are doing a fifty mile run later this year, or twelve hours or fifty out fifty miles, whatever one comes first, we will be doing that later in October. So because of that, I'm working on building that up because I did the marathon with no training, and this time I want to have some training because I want to get a better t- mile time. I want to improve myself, and I realize that sometimes doing things consistently is harder than having that one time you go do something that looks amazing to everybody else. And so now I'm running five miles. It was tons of fun. Um, I, I think I pulled a muscle or something. It was great. And so then <laughs> that that is totally Chris Avery for you. If he gets hurt or if he is strained or if he's, you know, really in his heart and choosing it and continuing with it, he has such a good attitude because he's like, all right, we're growing. This is good. Thanks. And so this week, you know, we'll run short distance and then I'll run another five mile and then we'll continue to increase that and experiment with the best way to get prepped for 50 miles. And stay stay tuned. We'll, sh- we'll share what we learn and we'll give you that knowledge and hopefully you can apply it. Hopefully you can comment or throw us something back our way and say like, hey, try this, do this, do this. This works for me. This didn't work for me. We love it. Yeah, any of that is great because we're like we always say we're all about improving. So if we can help each other, then we're a team and we love that. Um, now let's talk about, you got a text, probably a couple texts or messages from yeah. people. So explain that. Yeah. So we're doing a 25 push up challenge. We, I got told by a guy that I know again through Michael Burnoff, um, that he said, Hey, we'll do this 25 push up challenge. And it's for PTSD, people with depression, people that have committed suicide from those things. And so I started doing a push-up challenge and a few weeks before that even a young lady hit me up and she's like, hey, you're such an inspiration. I'm really grateful for knowing you and I just want to say it's not about me getting an awesome like message. Another gentleman named George sent me this awesome long text and it, 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 I was having a tough day and I'll say because I chose to have a tough day, I'm not blaming anybody else but what I'm saying is that impacted me greatly and that was something I needed. And I think it was just a great reminder for me to give little loving touches out to people and let them know when they're when their people are impacting or inspiring your life because then it 
it just makes the world better. It makes all of us better. It makes the person that sends the text better. It makes the person that receives the text better. I, after George sent it to me, I sent it to somebody else and I talked to somebody that I hadn't talked to probably in five, six months that was going through something I can't even imagine I hope to never happen in my life. But because that one text he sent me made me feel good, I sent it to this other guy because I was like, oh, I love this guy. I haven't talked to him for a while. I sent it to him. We sat on the phone for about an hour and I was able to be there for him. And that's just amazing how we can impact each other with small things. That's so huge. And that's something that I feel like you're very good at just anyways. If you're thinking about someone, if you are um, if you receive something or have something you want to share, it's it's a very natural human reaction to then if you feel good, something good happens to you, you want to turn around and, and share the good because good is great to share. I just think you're really good at that. So I'm grateful you did that. Thanks. And, and I'll say – I was talking to – we were talking to uh, my dad and my stepmother last night and you know, obviously there's a lot of things going on in the world right now, a lot of things that we can focus on. And I said you know, the more we focus on the peaceful protest, the more we focus on the good things that are happening, the more we focus on the people that are out there speaking good about – The human connections. Yeah, human connections, human races, whatever. We're all human beings. And if we're being something, let's be peaceful. Let's be uplifting. Let's be the good human we want to see next to us. And when you see those sweet pictures of the little kids hugging each other and they, you know, those are the things, again, that if we are human beings, let's choose what we want to be and what we want to focus on and we'll become more of that. Mm-hmm. But let's go out and understand let's, what, what we focus on, we get a more of. And the more we focus on that good, the more we feel good. And the more we feel good, the more our neural pathways that fire together, wire together, the more we feel good and the more we attract good and give good to the world. And I want to piggyback on that. The person that you do a, a podcast with, his name is Shay. Shay, yep. Shay, <laughs> Shay Aslet Eagle. Shay Dog. Um, he, w- he was visiting and we were all just kind of talking. He said something that really impacted me and I've thought about a lot since. But he said, it's humankind. Be both. And it's it's huge. And the reason why we love what we do is because we have so many opportunities to share kindness, to encourage kindness, and even deeper, to encourage a transformation inside that can help people choose the better side of things easier. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if they feel great about themselves, they feel like they're impacting themselves, their family, they're going to go out into the world and impact the world for good. And that's what we are sharing and that's what we're spreading. And it always will start with an individual. So that's what we do and we love it. Um, one of the last things I want to say is we've also been dog watching. And if you know Chris or me, <laughs> we're big dog people. So that's something that's been making us happy every day. He's a wild pug. He is a year old, so when you go to pet his head, he goes, and he instantly wants to play. Yep. He's he's a handful. He always wants to play, and it's really fun. He is fun. He's very cute. He's got a lot of energy, and it matches our energy, so it's very good. And uh, gets us some exercise, gets him in some exercise, so it's fun. Yeah, super fun. So let's talk about... Um, we hope that you got something from this and we, we, we're sure that you did if you were listening along, but we want to share with you something that we are going to take away from this past week. For me, it's going to be, I don't think we really shared much about it, but when Chris and I do have some miscommunications, when we're not on the same page, think we are when we're maybe I'm assuming that he knows what I'm talking about or vice versa, we're able to work that out and we become a lot closer and through 
I'm not going to say like we're consistently miscommunicating, but it, it does happen because we're building this. We're doing this for the first time. And my biggest takeaway is that like Chris is such a good partner um, that we can figure this out every time we get stronger. I love that. I I think I don't necessarily know what my takeaway from the week was. I think there's a lot of takeaways. I don't have them listed like one through five or ten. I think it's always important to realize whoever you're in a relationship with. And that doesn't mean just like significant other. That means you're in a relationship with any employees. You're in a relationship with people you hire. That if you have the feeling that at the end of this, we will figure this out, then we'll figure it out. And sometimes I get it. The other person's not going to be that way. It's not going to work out. That's fine. But I think more often than not, if we have that focus of how do we figure this out together? How do we grow better? And at the end of the day, we do figure it out. Then that's again where your mind focuses and you start working on solutions instead of being focused on the problem. Thank you. And we also want to say thank you so much for listening to this. Yeah, thank you. This is exciting. We had fun. Yeah, and it's it's our journey, it's our adventure, and it's fun to share people and invite them alongside us. If you have any questions, if you have any comments or suggestions for Chris's 50-mile run coming up in a few months, please comment. Or if you want to join the 50-mile run, that's really the thing. And it doesn't, again, choose your heart doesn't mean do the 50 miles. It means come run five miles if that's your thing. Come run a 5K if that's your thing. Come run 10 miles. Come run a half a marathon. Choose something that's hard. Get some teammates and get some amazing people that are ready to level up their life and be excited about life just like you are. That's what we're here for. It's not the 50 miles. It's who you become in the distance that you run. There's no better way to end that than that. So thank you so much for listening.